Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my brilliant co-host, Mina Kunlosita. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So we're hopping on here because we want to share something really exciting that we are doing next week. We are speakers at a virtual summit, and it's called the Profitable Processes Virtual Summit, and it is September 17th to the 20th, and this is in 2018. And Lane Booth is someone that I've worked with personally and Jennifer White, they are hosting it. Um, They're amazing people and their brains work in ways that mine will never. (laughs) So Jennifer White is from the MJW group and Lane Booth is from the Project Booth. So Mina, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about the Profitable Processes Summit? Yeah, it's focused on systems and processes. And Jennifer and Lane both are super brilliant. Um, They both come from like that, I don't know, like industrial background of figuring out what a system needs to be. And if you know your systems and your processes for your product business, you can save yourself time and make so much more money. I had a really long coffee chat with Jennifer just a couple months ago, and we were talking about so many things. She actually works with her husband as well, and she is a riot. I love her so much. Um, And same with Lane. Lane is uh, toting around her two girls. Same, right? Same as me. Well, actually, hers are much younger. <laughs> she actually had had one a few weeks ago, right? Yep. And so it's just a great way to really reflect on what business you're building and how you can make it better and more efficient. And if you know your processes, just like if you know your numbers, it will help you immensely. And this virtual summit is all about that. It just it's breaking it down and making it more easy to approach and know how you can um, build a better system. And it can be a very simple system too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've personally hired Lane in the past to create like a mega Excel document. That's a calendar that basically sets up all the processes and trigger dates for my clients for when they have to start, let's say designing to the time that they have to ship out their, their apparel to their company, like to the stores. And so Lane worked on this with me and it was incredible. And it's like this tool that I use with every single client I work with. But let me just tell you guys a little bit about them, like as if this is a dating show. So Jennifer White. <laughs> Her bio Door says, number one is Jennifer number, White. Jennifer. <laughs> so it says Jennifer. So Jennifer, she serves businesses by teaching them how to achieve more with the people, processes, and tools available to them to run their operations more smoothly. Businesses aren't one size fits all. And I and she shows you where your money and time are going with innovative solutions to solve your pain points. Yes, I need that. And then Lane, contestant number two. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's the owner and operations catalyst of the Project Booth, a growth and opportunity agent for small business owners that are passionate about their product, but find operations and is starting to get more complicated due to accelerated growth. So I've recommended Lane also to several of my clients and our product bosses as somebody who can really sort of um, create systems and she understands she understands product and what to do with it. So this is, we're going to kind of also add to this that Mina and I took this assessment called the Colby assessment. It's K-O-L-B-E. And it really kind of tells you about yourself, like not your person. Not, it's not like a personality thing, right? Not even your smarts, not even your IQ. It's more just like your business strengths, I would say, wouldn't you think? Yeah. yeah. And so it's, I'm trying to see if there's something on the website that I could just tell you, but um, it's it's a natural way. It's oh, that's what it is. It says Colby Corp is a sole source provider of assessments, identifying the natural way that people take action. Left to our own choice, each of us has an instinctive way of problem solving. Research shows that people are more productive when they are free to choose their own method of accomplishing a task or providing a solution. So. Businesses, for example, will use this when they're hiring people or when they're sort of building their teams and they need an understanding of how their team is going to work. And and probably like, again, if you leave these people on their own and you're not trying to have them fit into a certain box, how will they operate? So Mina and I took it and it's kind of awesome because there's some things we match up on and some things that um, we have different strengths in. And so we can definitely help each other. So we wanted to kind of talk about that and the reason why the Profitable Processes Summit is something that we are not only speaking at, but will be also attending because there are things in that that we can integrate into our worlds and our businesses. Yeah. And I want to point out, because a lot of people don't know how virtual summits are, they are completely online. So you sign up and you register and each day you get a new email of what speaker is speaking about during a particular time slot. And you get 24 hours usually to view that video. I don't know how they're doing it behind the scenes. Um, Sometimes you get longer or you get those videos for longer, but it's definitely time-driven and you're able to learn in this setting where you're like working directly with these people that are are speaking because they show up in Facebook groups live and they'll answer questions. But it's a great way to get like access to really high level people and kind of be in a core setting, but on a like particular week, you know? So it's really cool. I love the way that is because then I can really learn a lot. And the Colby test really lets you know how you're learning and how you're executing outside of there or who you should hire. Um, but I wanted to go over the topics that will be in the summit. So just really quickly, operations management, finance, uh, inventory management, sales forecasting, branding, project management, strategic planning, marketing, product growth and sales. That's actually me and Jacqueline, guys. And metrics and KPIs. And so we're only one, well, two, I guess, of the um, 10 speakers that are being highlighted during the virtual summit. And KPIs are key performance indicators. So that's something that basically has, you have the ability to kind of take the pulse of your business and know its health. So as you are in it and in your business on a day-to-day basis, you know, for example, if you've made 10 orders a day and that's standard, right? And that you're, you're, you're on track. But for example, if you were to hire someone and they were to be tracking your sales and all of a sudden you had 15 sales, 20 sales, or you had three sales, they wouldn't know whether that was something that was typical or not for your business because they're not in it all the time. So that might be something you as a business owner want to pay attention to, to understand the health of your business. Is something extraordinary happening or um, is there something happening that has like the sales have dropped off? So I just think 
it's just so incredible. And the fact that these women do have the women that are creating the summit have specialty in products as well. I think it would be really extraordinary to be a part of and to learn things that, you know, that you can then implement into your businesses in the future. Yeah, especially important for product businesses because they have inventory, they have manufacturing, they have things that service-based people overhead that service-based people don't tend to have. So like this virtual summit is very niche and very specific on, you know, looking at those areas of operation. And so I think that's really important because I've seen I've been a part of and seen a lot of virtual summits where it's very very broad and it works on like copywriting, branding, all these things and there's like 50 speakers, not even kidding. And that can be really a lot of overwhelm when you're not looking at a specific area in your business, such as operations. So um, I really encourage you guys to sign up. We are friends with them and believe in them wholeheartedly that they can help your businesses. And even in a setting of a virtual summit where you're just evaluating what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we are jumping on for this bonus episode. And in that, going to talk about the Colby assessment as well, because we just think they both sort of have fallen into our laps at the same time with similarities and sort of how what we're planning on pulling from it. So if you get a chance to take this, it's, it's $50, really- by the way. Jacqueline will tell you it's $40. It's actually $50. It's $49.99. She rounds down. So do not listen to her. It is a $50 assessment, everybody. Um, And I actually signed up for the double one because that's my problem. I'm, um, what am I, like a quick start without my follow through? (laughs) Yeah. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the areas that there. So there's quick start, follow through, fact finder, and implementer. Yeah. These are the modes. So these are the ones that you get scored on, on how you take action. So are you counteracting? Are you reacting? Are you initiating action? So the higher the score, the higher the, you know, the action that you're taking basically. Yeah. So for example, I'll, I'll tell you my numbers. If anybody has taken it or they understand it. So, so, okay, well, let's go back. The fact finder gathers and shares information, follow through, arranges and designs, quick start deals with risk and uncertainty, and implementer handles space and tangibles. So a lot of the implementer questions were machine-based, like machinery. So for example, I am a 6383, so a 6 in fact finder, 3 in follow through, 8 in quick start, and 3 in implementer. What are you, Mina? Boom. Eight. Wow. Quick start. You're quick start and you're like firing off stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, so I am a six in fact finder. Same with Jacqueline. I'm a seven in follow through, which is uh, seven through 10 is actually a high score for these things, by the way. Um, I'm a six in quick start and I'm a two in implementer. Apparently I don't do any physical work of my own whatsoever. <laughs> That's not true. But what I will say is when you take this test, they actually have like audio that goes over the, the, the findings of you and, and who you are. And I was like, is someone reading my palm right now? Cause this is incredible. <laughs> it finally, it like, it put who I am into context. So, you know, if, um, if you're getting mad at your husband because he starts a bunch of, bunch of projects and then doesn't complete them in the house, for example. I'm not talking about anyone specific. But <laughs> That's my husband. But if he were to take this test, he might be really low on follow through and really high in quick start. Actually, I'm probably talking about myself because you should see what my upstairs looks like. And so what's interesting about that, and then I've also been told that if you took this five years ago and you take it again today, you'll 
probably be the exact same. So it's not something that changes. So I think no matter what we do, I think it's having an awareness of how you are and what you need to support you in it. Or um, I'm not going to say weakness because I don't think it's a weakness. I think it's just the way that you, like they said, if you were left to your own devices, how would you work? You know, and what tools would you need to, to get to the end result? Yeah. So did you look at the ones where it says the, the strengths that match up? So like for fact finder, we're both explain in that we need to explain the facts I'm guessing. So what's yours? So I'm so fact finder. I'm also, you explain. Um, so we're both the exact same on this. So let's, I'll read that out for everybody. So this is maybe why we're podcasters and talk. So (laughs) (laughs) it says we're six, we explain. So you might paraphrase reports review the data, edit the details, work within priorities, start with the highest probability, use terms properly, respond appropriately, test analogies, clarify specifics, rewrite and fact check written material. Love it. That's me. Yeah. Even though I, you know, I wouldn't be a necessarily like, I wouldn't call myself a fact finder, but when you describe it, totally. Which I realized too why I'm constantly on Pinterest or whatever. Like right before, I, I can go to Home Depot and figure out the project of me repainting my bathroom. But then I've, I'll do all the sort of research. Bef- I didn't realize I was a researcher until I realized I was a researcher. But- <laughs> <laughs> now she's so wearing glasses and like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the way I research then is different than you. Because for example, I might then be like, got enough information in my head and I'm ready to go. And you might take that and then actually create a checklist or step-by-step process to get you to the end result. And that is where you and I differ. So moving on to the next one, which is follow through. Yeah. So I'm a seven and Jacqueline is a three. Three. So for mine, I systemize. So I'm guessing I break it down. I should really be on that thing with you. Okay, here we go. Systemize. Sorry, guys. Hmm. Okay. Why don't you read yours? Because okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. It's at the bottom. So okay. um, <laughs> so for example, I'm a three. So so these are the ways places you can be in follow through. You adapt, you maintain, or you systemize, right? So I'm at adapting. And so that's not really a negative, right? So that's what I like about this. It's not like, you know, Mina's better than me. It's just her act, like the way that she follows through on stuff, she will create systems. I'll adapt. So for me, I might create shortcuts, revise approaches, thrive on interruptions, diversify, switch tasks frequently, be flexible, cut through bureaucracy, do several things at once, keep everything accessible and loosen up rigid processes. So I'd say for me, um, you know, again, being a consultant, even I think the idea of, you know, when I switch up tasks, meaning I could talk every hour, I talk to a different client and I'm able to sort of switch my brain to whatever their businesses are and then creating shortcuts. So I find that as a strength because Yes, you need systems and steps, let's say, to start a clothing line or start a product line, but the shortcuts are how do we work efficiently and move through these processes? Or if something is like a um, bottleneck, what what can we do to shortcut that and move and move away from it? Yeah, whereas I'm um, I systemize, so we're neither one of us maintain. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so we uh, so you adapt, I systemize. So. Um, I think this is why we're a match made in heaven here because I'm a seven, she's a three. So that's a perfect score of 10 if we (laughs) add our two together. And that makes us a really good coaching pair. Um, Jacqueline is completely right. I completely agree. She looks at the broader picture and a lot of times will pull me out of the minutia. Whereas I'm sometimes like so 
stuck on trying to break down in, uh, something to see if it's feasible. She's looking to see, does it really fit into the big picture of what we want to do? You know, so here's, for instance, what I might do. I create the plan, I coordinate needs, I chart and graph logistics, I integrate past, present, and future, I distinguish patterns, design sequential systems, categorize differences and similarities, bring focus and closure, organize information and materials, and itemize procedures. You guys, this is so me. (laughs) Palm reader. It's like, how do you know me? (laughs) I know. And I'm guessing that this is probably Lane and Jennifer as well, because they're really into systems. Like this is like, yeah, it's palm reader for sure. And a lot of times, you know, where for instance, we just started our mastermind yesterday, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to do worksheets and creative worksheets and totally, you know, breaking it down and task by task by task. And then um, Jacqueline was like, well, I think that maybe a better way of connecting and teaching them is to see what they say and then we can give them the answers, right? Total coach me over there, like where you're giving them what they need instead of me where I'm like, hmm, here's what you need and I've broken it down for you. So yeah, it works out really well because we complement what the other person isn't thinking at the moment and we just approach things very differently. So I think that's really cool because um, it just, neither one is a strength or a weakness, but it's just how you solve problems, you know. And why, and then once we do figure out what they need, we'll go back to Mina to kind of create a step-by-step. And, you know, so it'll be like, well, and that's what we talked about. So part of, we have a system that we've set up and we definitely have like the structure, but part of the intention, what our masterminder said in the call and in our introduction call was one, to see the viability of their businesses and two, to um, obviously like get through sales of holiday and a lot of it was viability, right? And like, so mm-hmm. can they make money? Can they exit whatever life they're in right now and then f- enter full-time into being a product boss? And so what would yield that? Well, a lot of that would be sales. And so we can create our structure to, you know, create like help them with visibility and whatnot, but they also need to have strategic plans, you know, um, figure out what they're going to be able to sell, figure out what parts, what's going to happen, work for them. And so we can kind of tailor it more into what their needs are within the structure that we've already planned out. Um, so this follow through section, this is why like for me and why I hired Lane was I know that that's just not how my brain works. And so for example, this virtual summit, you know, talking about operations management, inventory management, strategic planning, metrics and KPIs. These are all numbers that my little fashion designer brain is like, Oh no, no, no. Like I would rather just, you know, come up with the big ideas and have somebody else do that. And Colby basically told me that. (laughs) Yeah. But keep in mind, you don't have to be good with numbers or anything like that. I'm horrible with numbers, but I just know the system to get me the numbers so I can hire somebody else to process it for me. Mm -hmm. So basically you're putting in the system and the processes. Um, and then I scored very low on implementers. So I'm just <laughs> somebody else to like take that information, right? I think uh, a lot of people, I don't, I think you have to be a very certain type of brain to score high on implementer. Um, yeah. But the next one is quick start. So I scored an eight on quick start. And what did you get? A six. So I'm maintaining. Okay. Oh, so no, no, no. I'm looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. So on a quick start, um, the, the one through three is stabilize four through six is modify and eight through 10 is innovate. So I innovate. So quick start basically means that, um, that you can sort of, 
For example, if I come up with an idea for a new business, I could probably move very quickly into starting that business by doing sort of, you know, doing research, but not researching forever, you know, figuring things out as I go versus um, creating these systems and everything needs to be checked. So I'll read you what it says about me uh, for eight on quick start. I create a sense of urgency initiate change, improvise solutions, promote alternatives, negotiate shortcuts, brainstorm possibilities, originate options, generate slogans, defy the odds, ad-lib stories and presentations. Again, I'm like, oh, good thing I'm a podcaster and consultant because all of this is literally, these are the tools I use in my day-to-day with clients because everybody has um, something that needs a solution and we have to kind of, we you know, I could use data and, but everything needs to be brainstorming and improvisation um, of solutions. Yeah. One of our masterminders, um, the yesterday, gosh, it was just yesterday. It's crazy. Um, She was saying that she joined the mastermind because she felt that she was a perpetual student, Mm. which a lot of people get into that hamster wheel, right? You're learning, 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 but then there needs to be some sort of action or um, integration of all your ideas you know, that you put together. And so I think that really helps when you have a coach that says, here's what I'm getting from what you're saying. And here's what I think that you should do. So you're like the perfect coach, you know, the perfect consultant, um, of Thank you. being able to <laughs> send that on my mug. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> best coach ever. Um, so yeah, I think that that just goes hand in hand with what you do. So you're utilizing your strengths and that's, Amazing. Yeah. So, and so you're right below you. So you're in modify. So, yeah, modify. or you modify your uh, quick start. So, mine is I might do these, for instance, participate in experiments, create responses to challenges, try out new ideas, sustain innovations, use metaphors, navigate through uncertainty, interject spontaneously, adjust deadlines, reduce risks, mediate between the vision and the given. So, I think this sounds like me, right? I mean, yeah. you, always, you always use metaphors. <laughs> Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think I teeter between this because I'm a six, so it's a high, um, you know, modify. So, yeah, I feel like that describes what I do. I don't take a lot of quick starts without reducing the risk. That's totally for sure. Um, and that's just because you know, that's who I am. That's how I approach stuff. So, um, yeah, it's great taking these, these tests and you kind of get an idea. It's just more clear of why you do the things you do. You know, <laughs> so then the last one is implementer. Um, this was me and I were talking about the questions and there's a lot of questions about machinery and how you operate machinery. Um, so we're both pretty low on there. We're both in the same, I think more or less I'm three and you're two. Yeah. Um, really quick. I wanted to oh, show yeah. it was saying possibilities and quick start. So um, for stabilize the people that scored low on quick start, they stick with what already works well for modify. That's me um, in the mid range. They check out things before trying them. Hmm. And so, and then Jacqueline for innovation, for innovate, she experiments to see what will happen. Yeah. I hate experimenting too much. So and I I was like, Hey Mina, you want to do a summit with me? Hey Mina, you want to start a podcast? (laughs) Like, let's see. We'll see. (laughs) We'll come back to it. (laughs) So I pushed you a little bit out of your comfort zone, but yeah, um, I think that's fair. Because you too, like you will try things. You talk about it all the time, all the products you've tested. So you'll dip your toe in 
test with product. immense research and stuff mm-hmm. though. I don't do it unless it's going to fit into my life. There's so many parameters that it has to pass through for me to be like, okay, sounds good. You might be a keeper. And even then you might not be a keeper, you know? So like so, the soap, who knows? <laughs> um, so okay, on follow through, you were what, a six? Uh, follow through, I was seven. Seven. Okay. So for example, because we didn't go into these possibilities and follow through, but for me, I would develop shortcuts and multitask. The middle of the maintained part is detect discrepancies and address procedures. And then where you are, design systems that organize everything. Oh my gosh. Hello, Mina. There you Hello, are. Hello, Mina, who started little <laughs> labels that are, that you, you guys, when I travel with Mina, she uses little labels to identify which charger is whose. So like, <laughs> Literally, that is you. There's so many chargers. That's why. I know, but there's just you and your husband and two little girls. So it's not even like there's teenagers in the house. Yet. It's not because we have big families. So like the cousins come over and they're like, whose charger is this? I'm like, I don't know. You need to label your chargers. <laughs> and here's a label. Would you yeah. like this No, I love it. And you cannot borrow it. Right? You should see my pantry right now. I'm using little labels to say like, this is the cereal shelf so that my husband, not my children doesn't put it on the wrong shelf. <laughs> there is such a thing as over-labeling though too, guys. So yeah. I'm not, you know, that's probably why I'm like kind of number seven, not number 10, you know? Yeah. So, okay. So going to the last one, implementer, um, I'm a three. So I envision, so it's envision, restore, or protect. So for me, I envision, and I think you are two because you're yep, two. I'm a three. Or I'm a two. I'm a two. I think I'm your scores. (laughs) So um, we're probably the same. Create virtual presentations. Is that your first one? Yeah. Yeah. So we create virtual presentations, conceptualize solutions, envision circumstances, capture the essence, portray symbolically, find intangible methods, jury jury rig fixes, sketch ideas, simulate actions, actual situations, and concoct out of thin air. I like that. Jury rig. <laughs> concoct. I like the concoct out of thin air. It's like, yeah. This is why we don't resonate with this one, I think, because we scored so low. No, but it's true though. Like, you should see the things I've done to my front door. Like I do jury rig and concoct things out of thin air. I'm like, what can I make into this? <laughs> yeah. So possibilities and implementers. So this is where uh, Jacqueline and I are. We picture how things could work. Yeah, totally. Um, Middle ground for restore is keep things working the way they should. And then if you scored really high on implementer, uh, you construct tangible solutions. So probably, oh my God, like uh, who started Apple? (laughs) Uh, Steve Jobs. (laughs) So Steve Jobs probably scored really high here, right? Construct tangible solutions. So he probably could see a problem and actually construct, you know, like build out computers, build machinery, that sort of thing. Um, And then where you and I are in the Envision, which I think is maybe also why I think as coaches for product-based businesses, um, it's picturing how things work or why we've been our, had our own businesses, right? You could pick, you can imagine something, you can imagine a solution and picture how it could work. And then at that point we would work on, you know, fact finding and follow through on how all the steps to take to imagine how to get to that, but we might not actually be constructing it. Like Neither us, neither of us are like whittling wood in our garage or uh, yeah, we're not very hands on. If I was Steve Jobs, which would be amazing, um, <laughs> I would not be breaking down a you know or putting together a computer or you know 
dealing with widgets. I don't know. You know what I mean. But I don't take computers apart to see how they work. <laughs> no, but there's lots of people do. My cousin Jimmy, yeah. which <laughs> make sure you take this. Because Jimmy is so popular on this podcast. He needs I, to take I the try Colby. to mention him as much as possible. <laughs> and so he's just a, a jack of all trades. Like he knows how to do everything and he's very hands-on. And I just hired him to do our baseboards for when we got flooded. <laughs> and since I'm throwing out the flood every single episode as well. Um, and apparently before you install your carpet, you have to have the baseboards in. So yeah. I thought it was like the other way around. Yeah. Well, so yeah, exactly. So Jimmy might be that way. I know my brother, when he was growing up, would literally take our computers out of our house and take them apart. And I was like, what are you doing? Where I might watch a video on understanding how a computer gets put together. Um, and Mina, just so you know too, because we're more or less new at this whole Colby thing. If you click the arrow again, it says like you do and you don't. So for an implementer, since we're the same on here, I'll say it. Um, we do. We see solutions in our mind, visualize possibilities, conceptualize what could be, have discussions without having to be face-to-face make decisions without having tangible evidence. We don't take responsibility for maintaining equipment, <laughs> demonstrate the use of mechanical stuff, take apart small appliances, exactly what we're talking about, fix broken parts and build many physical models. No. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, never. <laughs> Good thing Colby knows this so well. Yeah. I never take apart stuff. I never maintain stuff. I don't care about the mechanical stuff, but I'll tell you, you know, like that certain things need to be fixed. Like I can point pinpoint where it's breaking down. I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't actually fix it myself and I don't build any physical models for sure. <laughs> so really quick fact to fact finder. If I go to that, I'm just going to read one of them. So yeah. for fact finder, do and don't, um, for me, do would be like select appropriate choices. And then there's some others that <laughs> don't, I don't reread all the fine print. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay. For mine, um, let's see here. Don't give me a contract. (laughs) I do rate alternatives. Yep. I sure do. And I don't, yeah, I don't reread all the fine print either. Oh my goodness. Um, and I don't ignore historical evidence. True that. Um, I don't oversimplify. I feel like sometimes I'm oversimplifying, but apparently I don't. Yeah. Based on these uh, podcast episodes, (laughs) we are not oversimplifying. So the point of all of this is that we all have, it's, this isn't even a strength finder. This is just a kind of understanding who you are in, in work mode and what's really cool. And like, um, so it's really cool is you could do the Colby for your business, for your life and for your children. So they have like a financial one that you can do. And then also there's the children that says learning how to nurture and tap into your child's unique method of operation can make you more effective parent. So most likely I will be giving Colby all my money. Um, (laughs) $40, only $40, $40 times three plus some $10 there and probably some 200 bucks on there. But, um, I've been told for a long time to take it and, and people have guessed what I am, the people that know this um, assessment and they're pretty accurate. And then it does, it feels good just to kind of be like, yeah, I'm just, that's not how I'm going to do it. So instead of beating myself up about, you know, I don't know, like checklists and systemizing, that's not how I work. I, and I've gotten this far without working that way, but knowing that's not how I work and then finding a partner or a consultant or a coach or a friend or whomever, like whoever you're hiring, finding that and then being able to sort of like add that. Cause sometimes probably like you and I, if we were both 
really high on follow through together, then we would just be like creating these systems all the time. But maybe like my ability to sort of like move quickly in action forces our hand quicker, right? So that we can Mm -hmm. turn out like, I think it's better for brainstorming and being each other's sounding boards. You see things that I don't see and I see things that you don't see. Mm -hmm. So if you're seeing the same stuff, it's really hard to come out with like a big um, solution. Um, I got to read something off for follow through. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so for follow through, I don't start a project without a checklist or leave without a schedule. And I don't put up with too many interruptions. (laughs) This opposite of you. A hundred percent, which is why I meet you at the beginning of the end and you fill in the middle. I'm like yeah. the bride. And you're so the I'm guessing that Surrey, my oldest, is the same as me for follow through because we love putting together grocery lists. We'll take our own clipboard and pen and she holds the clipboard and crosses out the checklist of things that we need to go through. And she is not embarrassed. She loves doing it. I mean, at first she was like, won't they ask us if we bought this clipboard? And I was like, oh. <laughs> it's fine. I don't want to, you know, it's just more fun writing it out with her and being her being a part of the process and me not doing it on my phone. So totally, I think that she's that thing too. Can you imagine, do you think Oliver would carry around a clipboard and scratch out the the items you go through or would you put it together that checklist? Um, I think if he were given, like he likes scavenger hunts. So I think if he were given that, like, hey, Oliver, let's go look for these things. But this is brain. He does work a little bit off differently than I do. Like in terms of brain, like he follows instructions, like he loves Lego and goes page by page. Um, so that's funny you say grocery store. Cause I went last night to Whole Foods and we had house guests and they were like, let us just go for you. Like, let, we'll just go and like, um, we'll make you guys dinner. And I was like, well, I need to go and like pick up stuff. And they're like, well, just tell us what you need. And I was like, no idea. I know <laughs> when I see it. I need to be in the aisles and look directly need- at the box. <laughs> but that's how I am. Like same with, you know, if I'm going to create some like Address or you know like I can kind of come up with the idea but when I see th- or okay for my front door I just painted my whole front door and I'm decorating it like Pinterest Instagram like hashtagables and I but I need to see and feel and be a part of it before I can and then I and then I can operate from that right so same with the food it's like well I I know that I've got my standards like baby organic carrots <laughs> one item on this one, checklist it was like literally I was like I need to just start buying the same thing over and over if I had a plan but that's another podcast and another time yeah but opposites <laughs> I don't have the checklist I need to be in the aisles So I think it's just, we, you know, when you're a mom, you have to juggle so many things, your kids' personalities, your relationship with your husband, your um, schedule, your time. So a lot of it is adjusting. This is just a way to show you how you best work and how you instinctively, what's your go-to, right? My instinctive go-to is to write it down on a checklist. Jacqueline's is usually to talk it out. So if we have something, let's say we're a lot of times when we're at the end of a mastermind, we'll do our, you know, kind of our KPIs, our evaluation point. What worked well? What didn't work well? How do we want to change it? What do we want to name it? You know, when do we want to open it? Everything like that. So we even evaluate, you know, our masterminds. And a lot of times Jacqueline will be like, oh, let's talk this whole thing out. Whereas I'm like, let me write it all out and then we can go through, you know, and then go, you know, see what we want to, accomplish or whatever. And so she'll just give me that time, <laughs> you know, like I'll well, just, you give me the time too, cause you've already worked through it. So thank you for listening to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But usually, and it's really powerful, like the results that we'll come out with and we'll be like, Oh yeah, that is brilliant. That's just why we're like, you're brilliant. No, you're brilliant. <laughs> 
again, things we don't say in person except I guess on this podcast that others listen to. But just saying, like those people can fill in what your go-to isn't. Yeah. And it's helpful when they can pull that out of you because um, you don't innately go there, you know? Yeah. I think like you're saying, I mean, like we sort of fill in some of the gaps or, you know, we, we find like the gems in what the other person does. And then there's also things that we really relate on. So the fact that we have similar scores on a couple of them makes it that we can be business partners and sort of operate in the same way, you know? Yeah. Like fact finder. I think it would be really hard for a fact finder to um, be high and then um, have a, be partners with a quick start because they would want to move a lot faster than the fact finder would be able to move. But I think also it's just that it's not, you know, you can work well together, but it also makes your life easier. There's lots of things that I don't have to think about because Jacqueline comes up with them. And same. you know, yeah. And same with her, <laughs> the checklist and things like that. So it's just, you know, so it's not to say one is better than the other. It's just saying that it's just, you can have somebody else do it for you and it makes your life so much easier. And that's so, the wheelhouse. You know, since this is, sounds like my husband episode because I keep mentioning him, <laughs> my husband all- and my cousin Jimmy. <laughs> this episode's like, and like, for example, if there was laundry all over the floor outside of this room, <laughs> so bless my husband's heart because he's a fantastic dad and he's he, when, this he, is a preface, you guys. I don't know what's coming, <laughs> I know, right? He's so sweet, Man, no. um, but I asked him to take. I asked him to take the Colby because I think for me, if we both sort of know how we operate, so not a personality, but this sort of, because also we're partners at home, right? We're life partners, whether like managing our money, managing our house, managing our travel, our kids, which are like our little, you know, not that they're employees, we kind of work for them, I guess. But, you know, just having an understanding of how we work because we don't work with each other often, like within our own fields, right? He's acting and I'm doing this. And so, um, I'd like to see sort of his strengths and see how he works. So then if I see like, oh, he's this way in follow through or this way in Kickstarter, maybe he's like really high on implementer because he potentially could be, you know, then it's just a better understanding of each other, I guess. So it's Where something I'm going to... a three, right? Yeah. He might, I mean, he literally built a stage and a train table and he's, you know, he grew up taking cars apart. So um, he might be high, like probably mm. higher in that in that way. Yeah. Do you think men are more so that way? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Cause I had three brothers and so one of them took everything apart. So I'd be interested in what he ended up as. And he, that same brother now, like my mom needed a new floor and he, he's a quick start for sure. Cause he went to Home Depot and like bought all the stuff and kind of not half-assed it, but basically, <laughs> um, you know, didn't do all the things right. So the floor kind of squeaks, but, um, and then he like built this whole floor, you know, mm-hmm. and then my other, my other brother is like, no, I'll just hire someone to do it. <laughs> Yeah. I'm guessing that it must have to do with um, if you're male or female and what your birth order is. Because mm-hmm. I feel like birth order really makes a difference too. And then what you score in the Kobe. So it's fun just to discover all these things and um, realize you know, how somebody reacts, if they take action, if they react or if they counteract. You know, Yeah. Yes. And it, yes, exactly. So thank you for listening to this bonus episode. And we just really want to encourage all of you if you're able to attend the virtual summit, the Profitable Processes virtual summit. So again, it's all virtual, which is awesome. You can do it from wherever you are. And it's September 17th to the 20th. Um, And you can get there. We have shared a link on the product boss page, but we'll also share a link within our show notes. Um, It's five from when we're recording this. It's five days, 20 hours, 53 minutes, and 32 seconds away. 
(laughs) (laughs) There is less time by the time you're hearing this and time to sign up. And it's just, it's a lot of fantastic, great information from a lot of brilliant women, you know, and again, might not be stuff that you always implement right now, even if you're a startup, but it's things that you should know that you don't even know that you need to know if you're going to grow this business and how, and how to move forward. Yeah, for sure. It's just taking the time to learn what a KPI is, you know, what the options are for tracking your KPIs, things like that. So I highly recommend it. We will be there. We will be talking about product sales and growth. And um, we'll also have a Facebook Live where we're answering questions. So we'll see you guys on the other side. Thank you. This episode is over, but it doesn't have to end. Head over to our Facebook group, search for the Product Boss Biz Community, or the link is also in the show notes. Come connect with other product bosses just like you. We'll see you in there.